The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 25th of September. In your squeeze today, violent clashes in West Papua. Boris Johnson's suspension of parliament is deemed unlawful. Australia's lack of female CEOs and the best job in the world. This is your squeeze today. Starting in West Papua today, Claire, geographically, uh, it's located on the island of New Guinea, but it's a province that's part of Indonesia. Before we get to the recent news, run us through the background on this one. So when you look at that um, area to the east, you've got Papua New Guinea, which is an independent nation, and then to the west, you've got two Indonesian-ruled provinces. One is Papua, the other is West Papua. Uh, They have been, ever since they split from the Dutch and became part of Indonesia in 1963, uh, quite active about looking to have their own uh, nation just as Papua New Guinea is its own nation. So there's been many decades of unrest there, but things have really kicked up in the last few months. So what local activists are focused on are a series of incidents where they've been vilified by Indonesians. Just this week, 26 people have been killed and 70 injured during clashes between Indonesian forces and those activists. That's right. And these two protests uh, in separate cities in West Papua have been focused on students protesting against racism that they say that they've been subjected to. Uh, The bigger incident happened in the city of Waimina, Uh, university students had gathered to protest against a local high school student being called a monkey uh, by his Indonesian teacher. There's confusing reports about whether police fired on them killing 22 people and injuring another 65 uh, or whether these people have been uh, sadly burned in fires as buildings were set on fire in a riot. Has Indonesian President Joko Widodo had anything to say recently on this? Yeah, so what he has said is that they're not backing down. That is called for firm action, both against those activists, but also against racist actions in that area. Uh, He's also promised to further develop the region. And that's really important because that whole West Papua area is very rich in natural resources. Hard not to miss this morning news uh, coming out of the UK. Prime Minister Boris Johnson had suspended Parliament for five weeks, a decision that's been ruled now unlawful by the courts. There are calls for his resignation and claims he's misled the Queen in his advice to her that suspending the Parliament was A-OK. Eleven judges decided unanimously that that action by Boris Johnson was unlawful. Critics of the court say that they've strayed into political matters, but uh, the President... um, of the court uh, said that they were firmly looking at the process of proroguing the parliament and that's where they've decided. Uh, Johnson, for his part, he's in New York at the moment, as a lot of world leaders are, including our own Scott Morrison, uh, talking to the United Nations. Uh, He says that he's undeterred and that he's really committed to Brexiting on the 31st of October, despite all of the mega hurdles that are in his way at the moment. He says he's also committed to getting on with that broader agenda. So no indication that he'll be heading home from New York? 
not at this stage, but Parliament does resume today. They're getting on with it. On very much a lighter note, Lady Hale, who is the President of the UK Supreme Court and the one who handed down the ruling, was wearing the most striking brooch. It's really worth a look, isn't it, Claire? There's a link in the Squiz Today email. It sure is. Quite something. The UN Climate Summit has wrapped up also in New York, Claire. Yeah, that all was done and dusted as they got to the end of Monday. Uh, What we know is that there was a lot talked about and a lot talked about about taking action, but no real new commitments, no real plans uh, that countries and leaders and community leaders and business leaders are set off to go and do. So, yeah, it seems like a lot more talking and, and not a lot of action. To some Aussie news now, and according to the annual CEO tracker released by recruitment agency Robert Half, the number of women running Australia's top 200 listed companies has fallen in the last year. What the survey says is that while uh, there's been a quite a big turnover uh, of CEOs in those top 200 companies, uh, they haven't really been uh, replaced by an upsurge of females taking those CEO roles. So just 6% of those 200 companies are led by women. That's down 1% uh, from 2018. And some further business news, payments platform PayPal is under review. PayPal Australia did an audit of its own uh, platform and said that it could be being used for the payment of child exploitation materials. So the money laundering regulator has had a look into it and asked them to appoint an external auditor. In a similar vein, Australia's supermarket operators are investigating allegations of child labour in Nutella's supply chain. These things are big issues for the retailers. They have shareholders, of course, who are very interested in the security of supply chains. And when it comes to things like child labour, they're fairly unforgiving. So when a BBC investigation recently revealed that hazelnut farms in Turkey um, deploy the use of child labour, it's certainly something that's going to have ramifications, not just in Australia, which uh, produces um, a good bunch of Nutella um, out of its Lithgow factory, uh, but also around the world. And Boeing has announced that almost 350 families who lost relatives in those plane crashes in Indonesia and Ethiopia will each receive 213000 Australian dollars in compensation. A message now from one of our sponsors at The Squeeze, The Growth Faculty. In March next year, they're hosting Simon Sinek for public events in Sydney, Melbourne and for our New Zealand listeners, Auckland. I, for one, am a a big fan of his best-selling book, Start With Why, which is a great read on leadership and how to inspire. Uh, I'm clearly not the only one who likes his work. His TED Talk on the same topic is one of the most watched of all time with over 35 million views. Following the release of his new book, The Infinite Game, at these half-day events, Simon Sinek will share fresh insights on the future of leadership. This was a sellout in 2017, so visit thegrowthfaculty.com for all the details and to book. I'll also put that link in your episode notes or there's a link available via the Squeeze Today email. To finish off, Claire, as far as we're concerned, the best job in the world is currently going at Domino's. It really, it really is, and that goes to our subject line today. I've got um, the Eurythmics sweet dreams are made of this. Uh, it very aptly describes uh, a job that's been listed by Domino's 
uh, pizza. They have a position open for a cheesy garlic bread taster. Officially known as the chief garlic bread taster. How good does that get? They've, uh, as they say, you butter believe it. (laughs) (laughs) They've really outdone themselves. They really have. If you'd like to apply for that job, there's a link in the Squiz Today email. If you wake up tomorrow morning and we're not here, you know where we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) That's all from us today. Big thanks to everyone for tuning into the Squiz Today podcast. As always, a shout out to Lindy from Bungawana and Simon Rushton from Zetland, who were the winners the last two weeks of the Bookpack and Woolworths voucher, respectively, for reading the Squeeze Today email every day. Enjoy your Wednesday and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today. What are you?